Blog Talk Radio. Turn on the light. Save the world from darkness, yeah. Turn on the light. Won't you please, my friend, yeah. Welcome to the Turn on the Light broadcast with Bishop Lex, Simmons, and Ann Butterfield. We are the Ephesian Pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International Church in Scottsdale, Georgia. Our co-founder is Archbishop D. Smith, and our senior pastor is Oshabar Hartman and his lovely wife, Lady B. We are so glad that you have tuned in. We are going to show you a God that will bring you up. So call your neighbors and call your friends. Call Lottie Dottie and everybody. Tell them that the Turn on the Light broadcast is on the air. Tell them to dial 917-388-4161. And while you're getting your neighbors and your friends, here's a song just for you.
Hallelujah. Behold the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. The precious Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't know about you, but I'm so thankful to the Lamb of God who took my sin and nailed it to the cross. Hallelujah. Died in my place. Hallelujah. But, oh, hallelujah, I thank him for paying the price that I could not pay. I don't have the money. I don't have the means. I don't have anything to be able to pay the debt I owe. But the Lamb of God, who was slain from the foundation of the world, paid my debt. Now, therefore, there now there's no condemnation, hallelujah, to them that walk in the spirit but not in the flesh. Hallelujah. He paid it all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I tell you, I thank God for uh, uh, the cross, but I thank God greater for, amen, the resurrection of, 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 of the dead. Hallelujah. I thank God for sending his son in the world to die for us, that whosoever believes, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And I'm glad I'm one of those. <laughs> Hallelujah. Who believes? And I'm having everlasting life. I tell you, I thank God for what Jesus did on the cross. Amen. We celebrated Good Friday on yesterday. Yes, yes. Amen. Oh Jesus was nailed to the cross, oh and he was whipped. Oh he was wounded. He was bruised. He, oh, my God, he was bruised for our iniquity, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes, hallelujah, we are healed in the name of Jesus. So we thank God, we thank God for his mercy and his grace. We greet you in the mighty name of Jesus. Welcome to the Turn on the Light broadcast with Pastor Stephen and Ann Butterfield. We are so excited that you have tuned in tonight. We pray that you hear a word from God that were able to catapult you into your destiny, into your future, into your purpose that God has you here for tonight. We thank God. We are assistant pastors of Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International, which is located at 5883 Highway 155 North in Stockbridge, Georgia, where our co-founder is Archbishop Ruth W. Smith. Our senior pastor is Pastor Oshabar Hartman and his first lady, E. Ebony Hardman, we thank God for the old girls. We thank God for all of our Life of the World family. We greet you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This is our Passover uh, 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 weekend, and we thank God. This is the most holy week. Amen. Hallelujah. We see where Jesus started out uh, uh, last Sunday, and they call it Palm Sunday, where he entered Jerusalem. And if we look at the scriptures, we can see where Jesus is fulfilling the Old Testament prophecy. Hallelujah. We can see it where even every step-by-step step that happens, his life is just a fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecy. And we thank God that's why he is Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He gave you a prophecy, and he gave you the fulfillment. Hallelujah. For he is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. We thank God tonight. We welcome, we thank God for you, you, and especially you tuning in tonight. We pray that you would hear something that would bless your soul. Amen. Uh, and light of the world, we had uh, last night a celebration of the last seven things on the cross by Jesus. And it was done by awesome, awesome men and women of God. Hallelujah. At light of the world. Amen. 
we thank God for uh, um, Kevin Gillery. I might miss somebody, uh, 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 Minister LeBlue, uh, uh, Pastor Decree, uh, Dara, uh, Elder Dara Urban, uh, John, uh, Pastor uh, uh, Jonathan Salters, amen, and Lucy Heath and Teresa Fraser. They did a fantastic job. I'm telling, I'm telling you, and we had a high time in the Lord celebrating, amen, what Jesus did for us on the cross. Amen. And tonight, amen, uh, we're going to have a, uh, a, a word, amen, from uh, uh, pa- Bishop-elect Pastor Ann Butterfield. And we want you all to know tonight, we, me and my wife, is be, uh, being consecrated in July, July 16, a matter of fact, um, at 3 p.m., consecrated as bishops in the uh, uh, Church of Our Lord Jesus Christ, Light of the World, Christian Tabernacle, uh, uh, Covenant Fellowship. And we're going to be internationally uh, um, doing some work for the fellowship. So we thank God for this opportunity just to do his will, not to be exalted in any way, but just to be able to do the will of God. And we thank God for you, you, and especially you tuning in tonight. We bless your life tonight, and we thank God, amen, for your time, and we pray that it is worth it when we all get done. Amen. So uh, tonight, Without further ado, we're going to bring up the, the preacher, the teacher, the evangelist, the soul-winning machine, none other than Pastor Bishop-elect and Butterfield. Amen. We just want to give God the glory, give him the praise, and we want to give him the honor. Amen. And uh, Pastor Butterfield was just, um, he played that song, the precious lamb of God is just such an awesome, awesome song. And um, I want us, uh, those of you that are um, on tonight, uh, you know, I want uh, each of you, if you would, to just bless the Lord. And the way that you are going to do that is you press one of the on the air to just give God some glory concerning uh, his birth, his life, his, his birth, his death, and the resurrection. Um, and we just want to give God the glory for that. And so we want to give you guys an opportunity to express your love for Jesus and what he has done for you. So press one on your phone, and we will bring you live on the air. Amen. Amen. Come on and give God some glory. Uh, Come on and give him praise. Give him honor. Hallelujah. We thank you. We see you guys out there. So press one on your phone, and we will bring you live on the air. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we bless you. We thank God. All right. All right. We're just going into the work. Oh, yes. All right, Pastor Luca. Uh, Pastor Luca, our grandson is here
hope to be with him in eternity. Amen. 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 That's Are we waiting on you guys? Amen. I thank one. God uh, tonight for uh, his saving grace. Oh, and, yes. Uh, yes, Lord. If, if it had not been for the Lord on mm. my side, mm. where would you hallelujah, mm. where would I be? It's a dreadful mm. thought even to think about it. Mm. God has brought me a mighty, mighty long Jesus. way. Hallelujah. Mm. He has brought me, mm. hallelujah, from the depths of sin mm. and mm. On, on my way to hell. Mm. But he rescued me. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Saved me when I couldn't save myself. Hallelujah. Delivered me and set me free. And I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad about him, and I'm glad about what he's going to do uh, in our lives. Amen. We, we are here for a purpose, amen, to fulfill the mandate that he put on our lives, that we should uh, advance the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and eradicate darkness in this earth. And so we thank God for his mercy and his grace towards me. Amen, amen, amen. And we give God the glory and the praise for it. And I'm so excited um, that uh, God has uh, chose us and God called us. And not only that, but we answer calls. Amen. We answer the call. It is very, very important that we understand that we did answer the call. If you are born again, you have answered the call. So if you're not born again tonight and you're listening or maybe at a later date, and you hear this word, I want you to know that when God calls, you need to answer. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let us go on and turn to John 3.17. We're going to go to John 3.17. This is not going to be just an average uh, priest three-point word, but I'm going to bring us some information uh, concerning Jesus and what Jesus has done for us and and who we are in the Lord. And so we're just going to talk a little bit tonight. So thank you, uh, Pastor Butterfield, um, for opening up for us, and we give God the glory uh, for all that he is doing through you as well. In John 3 and 17, it says, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. So he's letting us know right off that Jesus, now this Jesus that we're talking about, uh, he didn't come to condemn us. He came to set us free. Mm. He came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He came that we will have the opportunity to be with the Father in heaven. Amen. Mm. Now, I know that Nobody want to burn forever and ever and ever, but the scripture is letting us know that if we do not receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we will be with the devil, amen, burning forever. And I can't imagine forever, amen. So we need to make sure that we understand who Jesus is, what he came to do, what he did, uh, hallelujah, and that he is coming back, amen. And so our subject tonight is behold the lamb, behold the lamb. We're talking about the lamb of God, the one that was able to pay the price. We know back in the olden days they were using cattle, the blood from cattle to but you know to 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 get rid of sin, but that it would last. So God said, "I got to come up with something else." And so He sent His Son to die on the cross that we might live 
and that we might live an abundant life right here on this earth. Sometimes I believe that we don't think that we can live an abundant life right here, but God has already told us in his word that we can live an abundant life. Amen. Uh, by sacrificing himself for us on the cross, he took punishment for all of our sins at once. Amen. When he died on that cross for us, when he took that those punishments, oh, my God, I want us to understand that Jesus did feel the pain. Mm-hmm. He did feel the pain, mm-hmm. uh, just as if you was hanging on that cross and someone was nailing nails, nails into your hand and to your legs and feet, you would feel the pain. Well, Jesus felt the pain, mm-hmm. too. Sometimes we think because he was the son of God that he did not feel the pain, but the Bible is letting us know that he did feel the pain. Amen. So what happened when Jesus uh, died on that cross? And we just want to talk about a few things. What happened when Jesus died on that cross? Uh, uh, Jesus then gave a loud cry. The Bible talks about he gave a loud cry. Breath left him. Um, and all, and at that moment, the curtain hanging in the temple was torn. It was torn. They was torn down from top to bottom. That is what happened when Jesus gave up the ghost. The earth shook. The earth shook. The rock split. And we can find this in Matthew, the 27th chapter, and the 45th uh, verse. So these, there are some things that really happened when Jesus died on that cross for us. He gave up the ghost just for us. He paid the price for our sins. He paid the price. And so on Good Friday, which we had on uh, yesterday, Christians around the world mourn, celebrate, and reflect on the day that Jesus Christ was executed. He sacrificed his own life so that everyone can be forgiven of their sins if they want to, if they decide to make that decision. He laid down his life, which is scripture helps us to be able to understand that he laid down his life for us, that even though they killed him, he still gave his life away. Just for us. Nobody, he said, nobody takes my life. I lay it down. I lay it down. I laid it down for you. He laid it down for me. He laid down his life that we might have life and have it abundantly. Because of this, Good Friday is one of the most important dates in the Christian calendar. It is one of the most important dates. Because of Jesus, certain things were happening to Jesus before Good Friday. Mm -hmm. So then Good Friday, he's hanging on that cross. And so we want to today just think about Jesus hanging on the cross. Mm -hmm. I want us to understand that when we sin against God, Mm -hmm. we're born again and we sin against God, we are pretty much putting him back on that cross. Mm-hmm. God, don't, we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do that. 
We do not want to do that. What we want to do is be obedient to the word of God. We got to be obedient. We must be obedient. God is calling for us to be obedient uh, to his word. That's in that way God gets the glory. He gets the glory. He gets the glory. Each Sunday, um, Easter Sunday marks Jesus' resurrection. So tomorrow we are going into our services. Uh, we are praying that every church uh, that open their doors in the name of Jesus will have an, an extraordinary uh, type of day uh, on tomorrow. After Jesus was crucified on the Friday, his body was taken down from the cross and buried in a cave tomb. It was put in a tomb. The tomb was guarded by the Roman soldiers, and an innumerable stone was put over the entrance. And so uh, this is just some of the things that was leading up. And on Sunday, Mary Magdalene and some of the other uh, women and also some of the men went to check out the tomb and found out that he had risen. Amen. He had risen for you. He had risen for me. Come on, let's give God some glory because he is risen from the dead. He's risen from the dead. But not only has he risen from the dead, but he is coming back to receive us unto himself. And we must be ready. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He endured the suffering of hanging on the cross and struggling for every breath on the endured uh, rusty wooden cross. Mm. A rusty wooden cross. He was hanging on that. We are talking about our Lord Mm. and our Savior. Hanging on this rough wooden cross, mm. our Savior. So just think about it, that he desi- he decided that he would die on the cross for you and I. Mm. We know that he got a little bit discouraged mm-hmm. because he asked his father, why have you forsaken me? Mm-hmm. Why have you forsaken me? Can you take this cup? From me. But then it was a split of a second property. Not my will, but your will be done. And as we go through life, there may be things that we may not want to do. But God is calling us to do whatever he has told us or asked us to do. Just as Jesus did because Jesus is our example. Mm-hmm. And so since he is our example, the word, the word is our example. And since it is our example, we need to follow the word. Mm-hmm. And Jesus went on and gave up the ghost. He went on and bared the cross. But must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? Oh my God. No, there's a cross for everyone and there's a cross for you and I. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. There's a cross for each one of us to bear. And though, and though he was was God in the flesh, his godliness did not spare him a second of torture. Mm. And what I'm trying to say is because he was the son of God did not stop him from feeling that pain. That's right. He felt the torture Mm. that was done to him. 
But I want us to understand and keep in mind that he said, I laid my life down. He laid it down that we might have life. Jesus was born of a Jewish uh, mother. <coughs> we know that her name was Mary. Mm-hmm. Uh, born in Galilee, a Jewish part of the world. And all of his, his well, most of his friends, I'll say most of his friends in a way, his associates, his colleagues, his disciples, all of them were Jewish. And he worshipped in the Jewish uh, temple. We call it the synagogue. So Jesus has paid the price for you and I. He bled. He died. He gave up the ghost Mm. just for us. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. And this day is a day for anyone that is under the sound of my voice to make a decision that I want to receive this Jesus. Mm. Because if we don't receive this Jesus, then we don't have a way to get to the Father. Mm. We need to be able to get to the Father. And once we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and believe that he died on the cross for our sins, but not only did he die, but he rose up again. Once we believe that, found in the gospel, we believe that then we are born again. Amen. Amen. We're believing unto God and to his righteousness. And we have to learn to trust the Lord with all of our hearts and lean not to our own understanding and all of our ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct our pathway. He will direct our pathway. When Jesus got ready to leave his disciples, and that's us as well. He said, I will not leave you confident. I'm going to leave you the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will teach you. It will bring back to your remembrance the things that I've told you. The Holy Ghost will comfort you. The Holy Ghost will keep you. Hallelujah. And so we, we bless the Lord for Jesus tonight. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Let's give Jesus Hallelujah, hands up a praise for what he has done for us. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And so I told you this is not just your regular little message that I'm I'm sharing. I'm sharing just some things uh, concerning this timing that we're in. So we are going, and I was thinking we're Zooming, but we are not Zooming. Uh, So I'm thinking we're going to be on Zoom. But let me tell you, just think about an egg. Let's think about an egg. And when I talk to you about this egg, uh, you may not want to eat an egg again, or you may have uh, a different value towards an egg. You may think of the egg a little differently, and you may not want to eat it. Amen? So the egg represents new life and rebirth. The egg represents new life and rebirth. Now, I was uh, raised up in the country. So I have seen the egg do the the birth. I have seen the egg birth, okay? And so it is important that we understand uh, what, why we uh, talk about the egg during Easter. It is not something that is biblical. The egg is represent a ancient custom 
Mm-hmm. And this ancient custom, we have decided to adopt it and keep it going. That is what it is. It, it doesn't really have anything necessarily to do with God, per se. It was just a custom during those days. So I'm going to talk to you about uh, this egg. And, the, and, and through it, this ancient custom became a part of the Easter celebration. So now in the medieval period, eating eggs was forbidden during Lent because coming up the 40 days before the Good Friday, they was not to eat eggs. They was eating eggs before. But because they had come up with this custom, Edge represented new life. It represented a new birth. So they was looking at Jesus in that way. And so what they did was they forbidden them to eat eggs during this Lent time. And so now you know we do that. We give up stuff. We don't eat this. We don't eat that. Or maybe we have some bad habits that we give up for 40 days. And sometimes some of us, would not pick them back up. And that is the reason for it, is to not pick the habit back up. Um, that's what we do it for. But let me tell you, during this, this 40 days, um, they was not to eat the eggs. So on Easter Sunday, they was able to eat the eggs. Mm. So now they was able to eat the eggs. So therefore, the egg became very like a a, a treat because they had not had eggs for 40 days and they were used to eating the egg. I want us to understand that it is an ancient custom. Mm -hmm. It was just a custom. Mm -hmm. And so if you find yourself in your church and um, the pastor don't want to deal with the egg, it's okay. If you're in a church and this church is hiding eggs and the kids are having a great time, let me tell you, it is okay. (laughs) We find uh, ourselves evangelizing uh, in this method by inviting all the children and their parents from the community to come out and celebrate with us the hiding of the eggs. But it was a custom and let's not try to make it something else Mm -hmm. but let's just go with the flow that it was a custom and it's okay to have eggs and hide eggs and it's okay not to do it all right so the egg symbolizes in the bible certain things so christianity adopted eggs as a symbol of fertility resurrection and eternal life. Now, when you look at the egg, and I grew up in the country, um, you look at the egg and there's an egg, a hen have hashed the egg. The same egg we'll eat. But they have, the, the chicken has hashed the egg, and now the rooster chicken will sit on the egg for a period of time. And in so many days or whatever, 
then a beady. It's called a beady. It will pop out of the egg. I know some of you that from the city or whatever, you don't know anything about this, but let me tell you that the egg, you may have been wondering where do the chickens come from? Well, I have seen them. It's an egg that I've seen the hens sit on the egg. They just sit on it. It's amazing. And after a while, it's laying there in this little, because the hen makes a real nice place. And my parents, they used to help them with it by making a little nesting area. They would make a nice little sitting area for them to sit on that egg. So it, it feels like home for the beady when it comes out. But let me tell you, that beady cracks the sky. It cracks that egg open and come out, walking. It comes out walking. Can't walk good, but it be walking. Come out just a walking. And I want you to know that this is what they was looking at, that Jesus had died. He was risen from the dead. That was new life. That was new birth. That was birth in the land. Amen. And so that's what they was looking at. So Christianity adopted eggs as a symbol of fertility, uh, resurrection, and life. Life. And life eternally for us when it comes to Jesus. Because when uh, Jesus, when we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, now we have eternal life with God. We are going to be with God. Wherever he is, we are going to be with him. But the Bible talks about the fact that if you have not received Jesus as Lord and Savior, you still have eternal life. But it's not with the Father. And so that is the part that we have to remember uh, sometimes on our jobs and even in different places, we say we don't want to offend people. But what would we rather do? Would we rather uh, think about whether a person is going to be offended or do we want to get somebody saved so that they don't live their life in eternal destruction? Hallelujah. Even in our family, we don't want we don't want to mess with them. We don't want to cause them to not uh like us. We don't want to cause them to not uh want to come around us. No, if they don't come around us, that's fine. Because God is helping us to know the scripture talks about uh it's, it's people going to be separated. You know, and so sometimes separation do come. But we need to give it our best shot to do whatever it is that God has called us to do. Amen. Amen. From the outside, uh, just still talking about this egg, um, appears uh, stone cold. Yet inside, it is nurturing a life. Mm. That is so, so awesome to even think about that. It is awesome to even think about God created a woman to be able to conceive a child, and then that child is able to stay inside of her for nine months, sometimes shorter than that, sometimes maybe a little longer, but nine months is that set time. And um, 
then that baby come forth. And that baby is a baby, and it grows up and be a full-grown man, like my grandson over here, <laughs> a full-grown man. It is so, oh, my God. And just as a grave keep life locked in, eggs stood for the tomb in Jerusalem, from which rose from death, like a bird hatching out of an egg. Mm. All right? Hallelujah. God is able. Mm. He's able to do exceedingly. He's able to do abundantly and above anything that we could even ask or think about. Mm. And we are thanking him for dying on that cross that we might have life and that we might have life uh, more abundantly. It is God is great. He is awesome uh, for us. And I want us to go in our Bibles. Get your Bibles out and go to Luke, uh, the 24th chapter. And we're going to talk a little bit uh, uh, from Luke, the 24th chapter here. Um. If you don't have a church to go to on tomorrow, we suggest that you come on out to 5883 Highway 155 North in Stockbridge, Georgia. Uh, We will be glad to uh, have you at the 10 a.m. service. And I think we have an Easter program at 9. I'm not sure. I think we do. Uh, But if we look at Luke, the 24th chapter, and beginning with the 13th verse, Uh, But if it would you do 13 and 14. Now behold, two of them were traveling the same day to a village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem. And they talked together all of these things which had happened. So it was while they conversed and reasoned that Jesus himself drew nigh and went with them. But their eyes were restrained so that they did not know him. Okay. So here we see that there were, how many men walking? There were two men walking. Um, We also observed that they were doing something. What were they doing? Conversating. They were conversating. And what were they conversating about? (laughs) Yes, they were conversating about that. It appears that they were very uh, into that conversation. It appears that that's uh, how it was. And those of you that are out there in video land, let me uh, just help you. I want you to think about uh, yourself, Um, and you are in a conversation with other people. Um, A lot of times we need to have our attention on what we are talking about, but sometimes we need to be able to entertain a stranger who comes into our midst. Amen, because we don't never know who that stranger uh, may be. And so, Butterfield, you read all the way down to 16. Uh, So, Luca read 17. Oh, 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 okay, 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 let me see here. Okay, Butterfield, read 17, 16, 17, 18. For the eyes were strained so that they did not know him. And he said unto them, what kind of conversation is this that you you have one with another as you walk in in a spad? Mm-hmm. Then one whose name was Cleopas mm-hmm. answered and said unto him, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? And have, not, have you not known the things that have happened there in these days? 
All right. So you see right there that Jesus in verse 17 was trying to get in on the conversation. They was talking and he was trying to get in on the conversation saying what manner of conversa- uh, communication are these, uh, are these that you have one to another as you walk and are sad. So he's saying they were sad, they're walking and they were sad. And one of them, and, and, and the one of them whose name was Cleopas answered and said unto him, Art thou only a stranger? You know, why are you trying to question us? Aren't you a stranger in these parts? You know, um, and then verse 19 says, And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning uh, Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet, mighty indeed, and words before God and all the people. So they start uh, helping him understand. And how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have and have crucified him. But we trust that it has that that it had been he who should have redeemed Israel. And besides all of this, today is the third day since these things was done. So they was telling us it's been the third day uh, since these things were done. And so he said, yea, certain woman also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the circle. And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a, 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 a vision of angels which said that he was alive. And so the women had went to the sepulcher, and they had found out that Jesus had risen from the dead. And they told the, the, the disciples, and some of them went down to see for themselves and seeing that Jesus had been risen from the dead. Come on and give God some glory. Give Jesus a praise. Hallelujah for uh, living and dying and being resurrected again. And a certain of them which were with us went to the sepulchre and found it even as the women had said, but him that saw, but him they saw not. Then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart mm-hmm. to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Mm-hmm. The prophets the spokenness. Mm-hmm. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? Mm. Why would he do what the prophets done already told us <laughs> that he was going to do? Mm-hmm. So why not he suffer that to go and do what has already been prophesied? And so here it is that this is Jesus. Mm-hmm. It is the Jesus that they are talking to. And beginning and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them all the scripture that the things concerning himself, it was about himself he was talking about, mm-hmm. and they drew nigh unto the village, whether they went, and he made as though he would have gone further. That's a key point right there. It, he act like he was going to go further. But they constrained him, saying, abide with us. That's when you, as a uh, witness for the Lord, 
That's when you as a witness for the Lord is showing yourself friendly to the stranger. Amen? Showing yourself friendly to the stranger, and that's how you can get the stranger's attention. As they constrain him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. But we noticed they was the one that restrained him. You come on and be with us. It's getting dark. So come on and be with us. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and he blessed it. And he broke it. And he gave it to them. Here it is, this stranger. He breaking bread with them. He gave it to them. And their eyes was open. Their eyes became open. Oh, my God. And they knew him. And he vanished out of their sight. Oh, my God. Wow. Can you think about God and told you to do something? And then you do what he said, and then you see the miraculous power of God manifesting itself right in front of your face. Hallelujah. And they said one to another, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us by the way and why he opened to us the scripture? <clears throat> and they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem. And found the eleven gathered together, and them that was with them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed, and has appeared unto family. Oh, my God. Praise God for for Jesus, who died on the cross for our sins, that we might have life, Mm -hmm. and that we might have it more abundantly. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What an awesome word. And tonight, uh, uh, you know, while you were teaching that, I thought about the prophecy, Mm -hmm. uh, Isaiah 53. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I'm going to read Isaiah 53. It just has uh, 13 verses. So let's let's go to that. Isaiah 53. Who has believed our report? Uh And to whom have the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground, and he has he has no form or comeliness, mm-hmm. and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Mm-hmm. He is despised and rejected of men, mm-hmm. a man of sorrow and mm-hmm. acquainted with grief. Mm-hmm. He hid, as it were, our faces from him. Mm-hmm. That's why they couldn't recognize him. He uh-huh. hid his face from him. Uh-huh. And he was despised, and he did not esteem him. Mm-hmm. We did not esteem him. Surely he has been bored our grief and carry our sorrow. Mm-hmm. Yet we esteem him not. We have seen him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. Mm-hmm. But he was wounded for our transgression. Hallelujah. Oh, he was bruised for our iniquity. The mm. chastisement of our peace was upon him. Mm. And by his stripes we are healed. Mm-hmm. And we like sheep have gone astray. Mm-hmm. We have turned everyone to his own way. Mm. And the Lord has laid on him out the iniquity of us all. Mm. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, mm-hmm. yet he opened not his mouth. Nah, yeah. He was led as a lamb to, lamb the, slaughter, to the slaughter, and as a sheep before his shearer mm. is silent. Mm. 
so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from gen- from judgment, and whom and who will declare his generation? Mm-hmm. For he was cut off from the land of the living for the transgression of my people. He was stricken, mm-hmm. and they made his grave with the wicked, but with the right, with the rich at his death. Because he has done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Mm -hmm. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Jesus. He has put him to grief. Mm -hmm. When he makes his soul an offering for our sins, Mm -hmm. Jesus made his soul an offering for our sins. Mm -hmm. And he shall see see his seed. Mm -hmm. He shall proclaim. Prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Mm. He shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied. Mm. By his knowledge and by my righteousness, servants shall justify many, and for he shall bear their iniquity. Mm. Therefore, I will divide him in a portion with the great, and he shall be divided the small with the strong, because he pour out his soul unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors. Three, two thieves on the cross. He was in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was numbered with them. Mm-hmm. And he bore our sins, the sins of many, and made the intercession for their transgression. Mm-hmm. This is what Jesus did yeah. for yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. It was mm-hmm. prophesied mm-hmm. that this was going to happen. Oh, yeah. And so Jesus mm-hmm. came and fulfilled, fulfilled what was prophesied. Yeah. And so right. he was able to do Amen. Mm-hmm. What no other power can do. He That's rescued right. us mm-hmm. when we needed to be rescued. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And we thank God for what mm-hmm. Jesus did yes. on that cross where he mm-hmm. bared our sins. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. And, and and because God, there is no uh, 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 redemption or uh, 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 um, remission of sin without the shedding of blood. Yes. So mm-hmm. Jesus was the only pure lamb that was worthy to be mm-hmm. to be offered up. Mm-hmm. And the greatest thing about this crucifixion was Jesus was the offering, yeah. and he was the high priest. My Lord. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. He didn't put it in nobody else's hands. Mm-hmm. He wanted to do it himself. Yeah. Hallelujah. So we got a lot to thank Jesus for. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. He didn't allow no angel, nobody else to do this, this sacrifice. But he came to do it himself, yeah. to be the offering, the perfect sacrifice, mm-hmm. and to be the high priest executing mm-hmm. the sacrifice. Hallelujah. So we have got a lot to mm-hmm. thank Jesus for, mm-hmm. for all he has done for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's bad enough to be uh, mm-hmm. the lamb, mm-hmm. but to be the high priest mm-hmm. executing mm-hmm. the sacrifice. Right. Hallelujah. But I thank God that Jesus did not... Come down from the cross. Mm. My mama said he did, he decided to die. <laughs> he could have called ten thousand angels mm. to destroy the world and set them free, but he decided to die for me and for you. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, I am so excited mm-hmm. about what Jesus did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. We ought to clap our hands. Thank you, Lord. 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 We bless the Lord, and we we give God the glory, and we give Him the praise, and we give Him the honor for all that He has done, and 
We are so grateful uh, for each and every one of you that is tuned in on tonight. Amen, amen. And we do want to hear from you tonight. Amen. Um, if you were press one on your phone, we want to hear from you um, tonight. If you would press one on your phone, we'll bring you live uh, on the air to uh, share with us. If you have a comment concerning the word, if you want to just give God the glory, if you want to just um, ask for prayer or whatever you would like to do, just press one on your phone and we will bring you live on the air. In the meantime, we're going to play a song that... Uh, uh, we come to remind you that he died on a Friday, but early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands. Hallelujah. Somebody in queue, and uh, your last four digit is four three two nine. You're now live on the air. Good evening, caller. Hello, your last four digit is four three two nine. Four zero four is your first uh, uh, digit, and the last four is four three two nine. You're now live on the air. Mm-hmm. Amen. Maybe you accidentally hit that that button. Praise Hallelujah. God. We're gonna Praise we're gonna God. we're gonna play the song out. And we come we'll, to we'll remind you that he died on a Friday, but early Sunday morning he got this up with all power in his hands. Hallelujah.
that today we can still celebrate that he arose and he lives in us today. We give glory to God for he is the great I am, a very present help in the time of trouble. Yes, he arose, he arose. Hallelujah, he arose. Broadcast with Pastor Stephen and Anne Butterfield. Have a great night.